the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. And if there's someone you can live without, then you do so. And if there's someone you can just shove out, then do so. You can be my Yoko Ono. You can follow me wherever I go. Oh, yeah, and a good evening, good morning, good afternoon, everybody, whatever and whatever time you listen to this uh, program. It's the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970 The Answer. The show is on evenings on AM 970 The Answer at 11 p.m. Eastern Time. But of course, if you're listening to the podcast version of the show, you're listening to it any time that you want. And I thank you uh, for that. Bare Naked Ladies, be my Yoko Ono. From their debut album, Gordon, a great song. Um, love this band uh, so much, uh, although I have not seen them in a very long time after they got rid of their uh, their lead singer who had some issues with drugs uh, and stuff. Um, but, uh, you know, one of these days when they come around again, maybe I should just go and see them. They are great fun. They are fun. They're fun. They put the F.U. in fun. Let's put it that way, all right? <laughs> uh, and I'll leave it at that. Anyway, we got a fantastic show for you tonight. News and notes to get to. Final couple of shows of the year. I mean, we're in December already, folks. It's amazing. Um, I will tell you this. The uh, the Christmas version of the Alcatulo Craft Beer Cast, which will be on a Sunday night, uh, will more than likely be a best of. Um, and the New Year's Eve version, New Year's Day, maybe the New Year's Day version uh, might be a new one. I'm not sure yet. I haven't really decided. I am working uh, the Christmas week for the first time in quite some time. So I'm not really sure if I'm going to put together a brand new show that week, but I probably will. But definitely on Christmas, uh, it is going to be a bust of uh, for sure because I don't think many people are going to be listening on Christmas night. So I'll cherry pick some of the best interviews uh, that I've done over the course of the year and uh, we'll replay them uh, on the program. Maybe there'll be one new segment. I'm not really sure. Uh, We shall see. Uh, Many places that you can listen to this program, uh, including the Hopped Up Network, uh, hoppedupnetwork.com. You go over there and click and download uh, this uh, podcast version of the show or a plethora of others whenever you feel like it. We're all over the Internet, on Twitter, on Facebook, on Instagram. I don't do TikTok. I don't do uh, WhatsApp and all that other stuff. I'm not a TikTok guy. Sorry. Uh, Maybe it's the uh, curmudgeonly old man in me, but um, I don't do the TikTok thing like the young kids do. Now, coming up in 20 minutes, Jan Trudowski, the co-owner and head brewer over at OMF, our mutual friend brewing in Colorado. Ten years as a brewery in Denver, we're going to talk to Jen about the plans for the celebration, looking back, looking ahead to the next 10 years. We're going to get into all of that in just about 20 minutes from now, that anniversary party coming up uh, very, very soon. Talk to you about the Atlantic City Beer and Music Festival last week. Tickets are on sale now for the Here for the Beer tickets. They're 60 bucks plus tax and fees, and if you want to get into the Hops Trot 5K Beer and Fun Run, that's $99 right now, tax and fees. On February 1st, 
uh, will be the headline band announcements. Then all tickets will go on sale. General admission will be $70 plus tax and fees. VIP is $149 plus tax and fees. The Hop Trots uh, price goes up to $110. Then uh, they have a group, um, if you're uh, 10 or more for parties larger than 10, at $62 for a ticket. Uh, They have jitney packages, all kinds of stuff. April 1st, all the ticket prices increase. And then, of course, if uh, you're picking up the tickets day of, I think they're going to be um, $85 for general admission. So just keep that in mind when you're purchasing tickets. The best thing that you can do is get them right now, between now and February 1st, because you're not going to get them any cheaper, 60 bucks, Tax and fees, 60 bucks. The folks at Good Time Tricycle Productions put on a fantastic event. John Henderson and his crew are awesome. They really do a great job. Support them. It's important. Uh, to support them. Believe me. Um, we talked about New York City Brewed last week, the kickoff to New York City Beer Week. That's coming up on Saturday, February 25th. It runs through Sunday, March 5th. Now, they have not announced a venue yet. They said it will be in Brooklyn. They said think the west side of Brooklyn, close to the East River, easily accessible by public transit, close to at least one of our member brewery tap rooms. So there's your hints. Um, again, I'm hoping that it is not in the Brooklyn Navy Yard again, I'm hoping they have it someplace where there's actual heat uh, because it was quite chilly uh, last year, so uh, uh, this past year. So we will see what happens. As always at Opening Bash, you can count on our member breweries to be pouring alongside dozens of out-of-town guest breweries, some you'll know well and others you may not have had a chance to try before. More details are forthcoming, and when they do, we will get them to you. And, of course, at some point we'll have Ann Riley on to talk about um, – the breweries that'll be there, the food trucks, all kinds of really good stuff uh, that'll be happening. That is uh, very exciting. Cannot wait uh, for that to happen because I think that is going to be a lot of fun. Of course, my wife gets upset with me because that is the weekend of our anniversary, um, but um, we'll figure things out. Our anniversary is actually that Sunday, so maybe I'll take the Monday off. Maybe we'll do a little uh, quick getaway on Sunday into Monday. I don't know. We'll see what happens. Anyway, and that's nobody's business but mine. We'll leave it at that. Ska Brewing, a new great holiday release, marking a decade of the Durango, Colorado Brewery seasonal stout experimentation. Uh, they've included past classics like Hibernal Vinveria, uh, Autumnal Mole, Estevel Cream, uh, and a bunch of other different things. Crafted with actual peppermint bark. This is a peppermint bark stout. White chocolate, dark chocolate, and candy canes. Uh, which is made in Durango by the Animus Chocolate Company, Scott Peppermint Bark Stout, 7.5% holiday pleaser. Deserves a place in Dad's Christmas stocking. Um, as uh, Dave Thibodeau says from Scott Brewing's co-founder and CEO, he says, Peppermint Bark was invented by William Sonoma in 1998. Turns out we opened the brewery before Peppermint Bark was officially a thing, but the chocolate and candy cane combination goes back as long as most of us can remember. And, of course, Sierra Nevada's Celebration Ale is out uh, it was out over Thanksgiving. It is definitely one that you want to have. It is a great winter seasonal. It is a 6.8% ABV IPA. Uh, it is a fresh hop IPA, so it is subtly different every year. It is probably one of the premier IPAs that you can get around holiday time uh, that you certainly need to uh, take advantage of and drink because it is absolutely uh, delicious. Breakside Brewery. 
uh, whom we haven't had Ben Edmonds on in quite some time. It's been a number of years. A uh, great brewery in Oregon. They've announced that over the next four months, it'll be releasing Life Barley Wine in six variations. The first was released back on November 20th, and each batch of Life Barley Wine clocks in at about 9.5% ABV, and it features specialty grains from a different maltster. Breakside's brewmaster Ben Edmonds selected some of the most renowned British maltsters, as well as up-and-coming producers from the Northwest. Now, each recipe is built around the nuances of the malt from the following producers, respectively. Simpson's Malt, a fifth-generation maltster from North Northumberland, England. Thomas Fawcett, a seventh-generation family maltster in West Yorkshire, um, operating for more than 200 years. Crisp Malt, the tenth largest malting company in the world, established back in 1870 with two facilities in England. Minch Malt, Ireland's oldest maltster, producing malted barley that has 100% Irish origin. Baird's Malt, uh, malting for 199 years with facilities in Scotland and England. And Skagit Valley Malt, malting sustainably grown grain from the Pacific Northwest based in Washington. Now, these beers, the color, flavor, and malt profile are going to vary batch to batch, matching the change of seasons. The initial release featured a barley wine that is autumnal in inspiration, copper in color, and toffee forward, closer to the winter solstice. The next version will be darker with notes of roasted nuts and macerated raisins. As spring approaches, each subsequent brew will become progressively lighter in color with the nuances of the paler malts showing through. The packaging for each batch of life will also change colors with each release so that drinkers can easily differentiate releases. Labels will feature a QR code that will send drinkers to a webpage detailing the differences between every variant's malts and flavor profiles. Life Barley Wine can be found throughout Breakside's distribution footprint on draft and in 22-ounce bottles. That's pretty cool. So each beer gets progressively lighter, um, but they're all in that 9.5% ABV range, which is pretty, pretty cool. Finally, two local breweries, Icarus Brewing. Uh, they're having a Yule Apalooza that's taking place on Friday, December 16th. The annual fundraiser event goes to support Ocean of Love, Inc. They'll have live music, an ugly sweater contest, lots of great beer. Yule Palooza does not require tickets, but donations will be collected for Ocean of Love, Inc. They encourage you to contribute. They have a Facebook event page. Just check out Icarus Brewing. You can find the link there and go to the page. Next up, then, on Sunday, December 18th, is Drinking Donuts for Breakfast. Purple Glaze, a donut shop, taking over the brewery, pairing their beers with their donuts. Tickets are on sale already. Again, just head over to Icarus Brewing's Facebook page, and you can click on uh, the links there. You find the link for uh, the Purple uh, Glaze and the breakfast uh, Drinking Donuts for Breakfast. You can click there, and you can get right on uh, to get tickets for that event because that is a ticketed event. And then our good friends from Bolero Snort, They've uh, partnered with the Youth Consultation Services of Hackensack, the Hackensack Fire Department, Chocolate Dreams, and myself to collect toys for underprivileged children in the lower Bergen County area. Uh, Head over to Bolero Snort Brewing in Carlstadt, drop off a new unwrapped toy, and every toy donated will be rewarded with a chocolate-dipped cookie courtesy of Chocolate Dreams located in Carlstadt, and know that you have helped brighten someone's day this holiday season, which is really cool. They're accepting donations until December 10th, so you got about a week to get that in. Cookies are limited to two cookies per person per day, and please ensure that donated toys are unopened and not wrapped. And I thank you from the bottom of my heart if you go ahead and do that. And while you're there, drink some delicious beer from Bolero Snort. Uh, those guys know what they are doing, and it's a great um, thing to be able to donate uh, you know, a toy, donate your time, whatever you can do this holiday season to help somebody out. Uh, it's pretty, pretty awesome. Now, when we come back after a short break, we're going to have more news and notes 
from around the beer world. This is the Alcatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, The Answer. Welcome back to the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, The Answer, Rainbow in the Dark, from uh, Dio's debut album, uh, the Holy Diver album. And uh, I just ordered, I think I just ordered something from the the Dio collection, didn't I? I don't remember. Anyway, I I think I did order a t-shirt from Dio. Only got a chance to see Ronnie James once, uh, the Sacred Heart Tour, where Except opened for them on their Russian Roulette Tour. But he was amazing. And if you haven't had a chance to catch the Dio documentary... Uh, it aired on Showtime uh, this past Thursday night, uh, and I'm sure it's on replays on Showtime. You can probably watch it on demand. Um, it is definitely something uh, to watch. It's a great documentary. It's based on the autobiography that he wrote, and it stops, the ending of the book stops at uh, the Sacred Heart Tour because that was the first time that Ronnie uh, actually headlined Madison Square Garden as a solo artist. So that's where it ends there. And he had talked about in his autobiography about one day headlining Madison Square Garden, grew up in New York State. Um, you know, so a lot of a lot of cool things, uh, you know, from Ronnie James Dio, and it's a great documentary. I don't know if there's going to be a sequel to the book, but it was a fantastic read. Uh, was so happy that I got it. Now, coming up in 10 minutes, Jan Chodowski, the co-owner and head brewer over at OMF Brewing in Colorado. Ten years of brewery in Denver. They're celebrating that next weekend. We're going to talk to Jan about the plans for the celebration, looking back and looking ahead to the next 10 years, and that's coming up in just under 10 minutes from now. Lots of stuff going on. Um, Giving Tuesday. A lot of things happened on Giving Tuesday. Some of it I'll get into this week. Some of it I'll get into next week. But one of them, Brew for One. Uh, Manny uh, is Weldworks edition of Brew for One, which will benefit the family of Manny and the benefactor's family. Manny passed away uh, suddenly during the final stages of this collaboration. The, uh, the beer is now dedicated to Manny's memory, and proceeds from the beer will be donated to his family to cover funeral expenses. Brew for One, Manny Bottles. Uh, go on sale Saturday, December 10th at 10 a.m. Uh, there's an Eventbrite link that will be shared on Weldwork social media pages uh, as to where you can uh, purchase it. Uh, so um, Manny, the, as the story goes, was selected as Weldwork's Brew for One partner in part because of need, but also because of his deep humility, courage, and inspirational outlook on the future. Manny recently served 12 years in a high-security facility in Colorado, and like many youths growing up in the foster care system, Manny found himself in and out of juvenile justice centers. Through a series of events, he was eventually arrested in a narcotics trafficking bust in his 20s. Because of the context of his arrest, Manny was sentenced to 14 years in prison. He served 12 of those years, the last two during the COVID-19 pandemic, creating even greater challenges to an already difficult and isolating situation. Upon his release, Manny eventually found a support system with Jobs of Hope, which is a nonprofit focused on assisting the reintegration of the recently incarcerated and gang-affiliated men of our of their community. Now, Jobs of Hope connected Weldworks with Manny as the brewery's Brew for One benefactor. From there, Weldworks learned that a dependable car was one of Manny's greatest needs to help build his career, reconnect with his family, and reach his ultimate goal of owning a home. 
Weld County Garage quickly jumped on the opportunity to help provide this need for Manny. Unfortunately, while undergoing this partnership, Manny suffered a heart attack and passed away suddenly. Um, Manny was on the Brewing Better Communities podcast a few weeks prior to his passing. You can listen to him telling his own story. It is a barrel-aged stout, the beer, uh, brewed in collaboration with Weldworks Friends, Creature Comforts Brewing. It's the culmination of the first Brew for One partnership. Brew for One was created to address a pressing need of one individual in the community. Similar to Weldworks' barrel selection process, brewery selected their benefactor in Greeley, Colorado, and Creature Comforts did the same in Athens, Georgia. Uh, Creature Conference selected a Media Noche-based beer, aged 25 months, and a 19-year-old Elijah Craig Barrel. Weldwork selected a Media Noche-based, aged 27 months, in a 15-year uh, Sazerac rye. The flavors of both barrels meld together perfectly, just like the partnership between Creature Comforts and Weldwork. So again, if you want to get a bottle, it comes out uh, Saturday, December 10th at 10 a.m. There'll be an Eventbrite link that will be shared on Weldwork social media. Uh, this is for a good cause, and this is to help out uh, Manny's family, the money, the proceeds will go uh, to Manny's family, which is really cool. So kudos to Weldworks for that. Um, the best way to celebrate gi- dry January from Fegley's Brewworks says they have no idea, but Fegley's is hosting its annual craft beer festival at their Allentown location on January 7th from 1 to 4 p.m. There'll be a VIP hour from noon to 1. Tickets are now available online. Visit thebrewworks.ticketleap.com slash craftbeerfestival2023. To purchase, be prepared to sample some of the finest from Bright Path Brewing, Love Drafts Brewing Company in Mechanicsburg, The Ways Restaurant and Brewery, Well-Crafted Ambler, Simple Days Beer, 10-7 Brewing Company, a whole bunch of others. Um, and you can, uh, of course, as well as Fegley's Brewworks, you can check that fest out. It's on January 7th from 1 to 4 p.m. And again, brewworks.com. Uh, and then just go for the ticket uh, option and you can buy tickets for that. Cape Beverage Distributing, thrilled to announce the addition of Yardley, Pennsylvania-based uh, uh, Vault Brewing Company, to its distribution portfolio. I could have read that better. I'm sorry. Um, they are distributing a number of different brands from Vault. Uh, that started across most New Jersey retailers uh, this past December 1st. Vault Brewing celebrated its 10th anniversary uh, this past October. Um, their name pays homage to Yardley National Bank, uh, which historically occupied the building the brew pub now resides in. It was, you know, bank vaults and all kinds of stuff, which is really cool from a historical standpoint. Um, the full list of brands, uh, Teller Pilsner, a 4.9% uh, ABV Bold and Unfiltered American Pilsner. Uh, hops of Hops and Clouds, that's a 5.5% ABV New England-style pale ale. Five Cs, a 6.4% ABV IPA, hopped with Cascade, Centennial, Chinook, Columbus, and Citra. Dead Cat Bounce, that's an 8% Imperial IPA. Bear Hug, a 6% oatmeal stout. I like seeing 6%. That's good. And Public Offering, which is a 6.5% New England-style IPA. CapeBeverage.com for more information as to where you can find Vault Brewing in the state of New Jersey. Back to Colorado. Uh, The Colorado Brewers Guild, which hosts this event and presented by ONTAP Credit Union, Collaboration Fest, the original collaboration beer festival, it showcases the unique and cooperative culture of Colorado's craft beer scene. Uh, at this fundraiser, CBG members team up with independent brewers near and far, sometimes spanning multiple states and even continents, to create one-of-a-kind beers that highlight each brewer's distinct brewing methods and styles. Now, with the holiday season uh, upon us, Collaboration Fest tickets are the perfect gift for the craft beer lover in your life. Tickets currently on sale via Ticket Source, uh, Ticket Sauce, excuse me. General admission tickets cost sixty-five plus fees. Early access tickets will cost. plus fees. You get in a little bit earlier. Uh, This has uh, been going on since 2014. 
Uh, it is Saturday, March 25th from 2 to 6 p.m. Early entry begins at 2. General admission begins at 3. It's at the Westin in Westminster in Westminster, Colorado. It's a rare festival where craft beer enthusiasts can sample a variety of collaboration beers tapped in one day. Uh, they go on. Some of these beers go on to win medals, lagers, porters, fruited sours, beers utilizing interesting adjuncts. Uh, collaboration Fest has something for everyone. CollaborationBeerFest.com for more information. The participating breweries and collaboration beers will be announced at a later time, but the tickets are on sale. This is one of those things. I've checked out flights. I'm I'm trying to like you know do a quick run to Colorado that weekend because it's in a hotel. This thing, so this would be really cool to just. Go there, stay at the hotel, go downstairs, go to the fest, go back up, you know, go to sleep in my room, get back on a plane on Sunday and fly back. I don't know. I don't think I can make it, but I'm I'm trying. I'm looking. If I can get a really inexpensive flight, I might just do it. Um, Indeedbrewing.com or Indeed, well, Indeedbrewing.com is the website, but Indeed Brewing Company is releasing its five milligram THC drink called High Fiber Sparkling THC. That's coming up. Uh, this Tuesday, December 6th. The release event is going to feature a dispensary pop-up from Legacy Glassworks, a stoner movie marathon, marathon free munchies, and a special DJ set from Leisure Garçon. Um, Ryan Bandy, the director of experiences, whom we've had on the program before, has said, everyone has been asking for our 5 milligram sparkling THC. We're excited to bring it to life. It took us a minute because we've been focused on making sure our processes are dialed in as we've been learning a lot about THC beverages. This is the big thing uh, that's going on now with THC. Uh, the flavor is really delicious. The melange of citrus plays really nicely with a touch of lemongrass. It's a fun counterpart to Too Good. Both have a cool herbal component contrasting with citrus, which is fun to drink and still unique in the market. I have had Too Good, and, and actually, um, uh, to be honest with you, that was pretty good. And I did get the effects of the THC, which was really cool, the the, uh, the, the CBD. Now, High Five Sparkling THC will be available for on-site consumption or to go. There's a maximum order of 10 cans per order. Two Good Sparkling THC, the 2-milligram version, is also available. Two Good Goodies, 2-milligram THC, 2-milligrams of CBD, and High Fiber Goodies, 5-milligrams of THC and 5-milligrams of CBD are coming soon, as well as a rebranded Lull CBD seltzer. That's the one that I had, the Lull CBD seltzer. And that, I have to say, was very, very good. And um, I definitely felt the um, the effects of that. So uh, that was really cool. And uh, we're hoping to get somebody on from Indeed Brewing uh, on ne- next week's program to talk a little bit about it, how the launch went, because uh, we'll get them on after the launch happened. Um, talk about how the launch went. And and the, the phenomena of THC and CBD beverages, when I was in California and San Diego uh, very quickly, um, it was interesting, all of these beverages that were in, uh, you know, in a refrigerated case that you could have, uh, you know, gummies and chocolate and all kinds of different things and, you know, and joints that were specifically like hermetically sealed and things of that nature. But the beverages was the thing that, was, that struck me the most. Um, and one of those things where I think that could be uh, a market because there are beverages that don't get you high; they just they relax you, they, you know, pain those types of things. But there's no component in there that gets you high, which is important. I mean, obviously there are some that do get you uh, stoned, and you have to be careful when you're drinking those things. But there are um, beverages with you know the the medications in there, medications the the a- additives in there that don't get you high, which is uh, 
could be a game changer for people who have chronic pain. When we come back after a short break, Jan Chodowski, the co-owner and head brewer over at OMF Brewing in Colorado, is going to join me. This is the Alcatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, The Answer. Welcome back to the Alcatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, The Answer. It's hard to believe that it is uh, December already. Uh, you know, I, I, you almost say this every year, like the year flies by. This year seems to have flown by, or especially, I would think this fall seems to have flown by a little bit quicker than normal. But my next guest is the co-owner and head brewer of a fantastic brewery in Denver, Colorado. These guys have been pumping out beer since 20, uh, 2012. In just a couple of weeks, they're going to be celebrating 10 years as a brewery. They're big on the Saison style of beer. They've won plenty of awards for them, but they do other things as well and do them very, very well. For more info on the brewery and their tap room, just go to buyomfbeer.com. Let me welcome back to the Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, The Answer, Jan Chodowski. Jan, how are you? I'm great, Al. Thanks for having me. How are you doing? I'm I'm good. By the way, and I I mentioned this off air, but I'm going to mention it on air. You had sent me some beers uh, a couple of months ago during the summer. You had uh, just recently had a baby, running around, all of this uh, all of this stuff going on. You sent me these <laughs> beers with a post it on one of them to say, "Don't open for at least a couple more weeks. Let it sit in the can." <laughs> Thank you for that. Uh, they were all awesome. Oh uh, yeah, know. good stuff. Thank you, my friend. Yeah, absolutely. Just wanted to make sure that beer was all conditioned and ready to go by the time you drank it. So yeah. There you go. Now, congrats on 10 years. It's a, that's an amazing accomplishment in this pandemic and post-pandemic and just the brewery world in general. What's the feeling that you have as you get ready to celebrate? Oh, man, it's awesome. It is a huge milestone for us. 10 years, you know, 10 years in uh, the Five Points River North neighborhood. You know, we were definitely one of the first breweries down here. Uh, in the neighborhood to kind of kick off the big brewery explosion. Mm -hmm. Um, And it just means, you know, that we've been, you know, striving to keep better over all these years and keep making better beer. And we'll keep doing that. Now, looking back on 10 years, what's the one thing that you got right and the one thing that you got wrong in in the span of 10 years? Oh, okay. So I think one thing that we got right, I I would say, was like, you know, focusing on using a, a local mall. Uh, you know, 100% of our base malt is all local malt from malsters on the front range here of Colorado and in the San Luis Valley. And we just love supporting Colorado uh, malsters and keeping, you know, our product as local as we can. And then maybe one thing we got wrong was probably starting a little too small. The the brewery opened on a one barrel and then went to a three barrel and then a seven barrel. And now we're on a 10 barrel. <laughs> okay, so, so I wouldn't recommend doing that. <laughs> I would yeah, say at least start out of ten. That that's interesting because there are some guys who do start small and then realize, or they or they start with a small space and then realize they have to expand very quickly, and that's uh, that's difficult. Yeah. So you're saying if you're going to start start a little bigger, um, especially if you're cranking out really good beer, start out a little bigger because that kind of eases the financial burden, I guess. A yeah, little bit. absolutely. Yeah. It's it's worth it in the long run, even if it does cost a little more up front. There you go. Talking with co-owner and head brewer yeah. Jan Chodowski. He's from our mutual friend Brewing. They're celebrating 10 years as a brewery Saturday, December 10th in Denver, Colorado. For more info on the brewery and their tap room, just go to buyomfbeer.com. We're here on the Alcatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970 The Answer. So, of course, for the big celebration, you made a Saison. 
plus a 10-year yeah. glass to go with the beer. So it's a limited edition with the 10-year Saison. Uh, on last week's program, I talked a little bit about what you can do to get the bottle and the glass for a certain price, et cetera, et cetera. The, is the yeah. glass designed to pair with the Saison? And tell the audience. Yeah, absolutely. All right. and So tell the audience what's behind uh, this Saison. What's what's going on here that, that pairs with the glass? Yeah, so this Saison kind of harkens back to my, like, you know, uh, brewing history. Um, just going back to some recipes I did really early on mm. as a brewer, and I wanted to kind of, you know, work on top of that, work on that. So, like, we brewed a orange blossom honey saison with all Colorado malt and all Colorado hops, and it's um, fermented with honey and then also bottle-conditioned in honey. So it's got this really beautiful, dry, spicy, yet fruity characteristic coming from the honey, which is awesome. And, and and how does the glass pair with it? It brings out all those essences of the honey and the spice, and, and so you get it on the nose yeah, when you drink it? Yeah, we have this really beautiful, open, 35-CL uh, wine-style glass. It's just it's just really nice and wide, and it presents you know presents the beer really beautifully and gives you awesome aroma. And, you know, it's interesting. You talk to some brewers, and, and then they say, ah, you know, certain, certain things for certain, you know, certain beers or whatever, but it really is important that certain beers are poured into certain glasses to get the aromatics out of that particular beer, right? Oh, 100%. You know, we re- we offer, you know, I think at least we have um, at least five different glasses we pour into in our tap room um, every day. And then on top of special releases and stuff like that, too. So, yeah, we really try to uh, match the glass with the beer whenever possible. And it does enhance enhance the beer and makes it taste better. So why wouldn't you want to do that? Exactly. You've got a couple of other beers that are being released for the 10-year anniversary, including a smoked beer, another one of your favorites. What's the smoked beer flavor in this yeah. one? Yeah, so every year we brew um, a beer called Chittishul, which I learned how to make in 2017 when um, Josh Cody and I from Colorado Malting Company went to Norway to learn how to make. So it's a Norwegian dark smoked ale. And it's 100% smoked malt that is smoked over alderwood. And it's just a really rich, unctuous, uh, smoked, dark smoke ale, traditionally to be drank around Christmas Eve. So we always try to release it in December so people can come and try it and, uh, yeah, have a nice dark, smoky beer in the winter. Excellent. And there's nothing wrong with smoky beers. I mean, it's funny yeah. because some somebody uh, – I had had a smoked beer – from Stone Brewing uh, about three weeks ago when I was in San Diego, and uh, the the one of the uh, marketing people said she felt like she was licking a fireplace, and I said I have no idea what you're talking about because this beer is delicious and it does not taste like licking a fireplace, but I can understand. Uh, you got to try, you know, try something a couple of times, then maybe you get you get yeah. used to it, right? Yeah, yeah. I say you know give it the uh, the three sip rule that yep. you would apply to sour beer. You know, like give give this beer. Give a smoke beer the same you know amount of time for your palate to acclimate, and you'll 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 your palate will respond, and you know you'll be able to taste a you know a really big you know swath of different flavors. You know they'll they'll come to you. Yeah, we're talking with co-owner and head brewer Jan Chadowski. He's from our mutual friend Brewing. They're celebrating ten years as a brewery coming up on Saturday, December tenth. Uh, for more info on the brewery and their tap room in Colorado, just go to buyomfbeer.com. They're going to have some great specials for you. Uh, if you go in the first hour, you'll be able to get the uh, the the saison uh, and the glass for just ten bucks. After that first hour, uh, you'll have to pay a little bit more for it, but definitely worth the trip. We're here on the Alcatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM nine seventy. The answer now, Jen, you guys won a gold and a silver at the GABF just recently. Uh, you've won a number of awards as well. What's the feeling? to win an award from the Great American Beer Festival? 
It's pretty great every time. I'm not going to lie. But, you know, we don't expect it, and you're honestly really lucky. A lot of great beer doesn't win medals as well. So, you know, it's a little bit of luck, a little bit of the roll of dice, but you always got to put good beer in. So every time you do get recognized, though, it's a really great feeling. You know, it kind of caps off, a, you know, a year of really hard work. So as a brewer and our brewers, you know, it's, it's a really proud moment for us to be recognized and, that we're making good beer. And what's interesting, I think this was the first year that the GABF was back in session where there were people, right? I mean, there, the last two years it was yeah. all virtual. You had to send stuff. <laughs> so what was the feeling like when you were there, uh, you know, seeing all these people for the first time in, you know, in two years? I know you guys had done collabs with other breweries and stuff, but, but, yeah. but to see that uh, large group of people enjoying beer again in a social gathering, that must have been a pretty awesome feeling. Yeah, it was it was honestly really heartwarming and stuff just to see all our friends who we haven't seen for three, four years, you know, and uh, just to celebrate everybody, you know, and celebrate beer is, you know, like this thing that we all love and do for a living. So mm-hmm. it, re- it really was a great moment. Yeah. Uh, last question for me, Jen. Uh, what is next for OMF as you look back on 10 years, as you head into year number 11? There's been so many different changes over the last two years during the pandemic. We've got supply chain issues. Uh, first, it was aluminum cans. Then it was getting uh, you know grain and hops. Then it was uh, now it's uh, the big thing is CO2 of carbonating beers. Some brewers are having issues. You know, and and you've weathered those storms. But what is what's ahead now in year eleven? Is it the breakout? You know, like hey, we've been stifled for the last couple of years, and now it's time to you know get back to that that somewhat balance of normal and break out and do some more creative things. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, we're always you know focusing on trying to make our beer better and do new things when we're inspired to. We actually just were able to purchase. Um, another fermenter and a lager tank specifically just for making lager year round. So those should be coming to us in the spring. And so that's kind of the big thing that we're looking forward to here is just kind of being able to make lager year round and bring in more different types of beer into our tap room and into our package, into our package beer offerings for everybody. Yeah. You know, it's interesting. A lot of breweries that I talk to, uh, you know, it, it just locally here in the New York and New Jersey area, they really are starting to like. We're starting to dedicate a tank to just loggers. We know we need to crank out an IPA yeah. every three, four weeks, <laughs> but the logger has has really been reborn over this pandemic. I I, I kind of think there are a lot more people who are like, yeah, this is a good style of beer. You can do some stuff that's you know creative and stuff, and you can't really make mistakes on it because people will know. And I think that's uh, I think that's great for the beer world itself. Uh, my guest has been co-owner and head brewer Jan Chadowski from our mutual friend Brewing. 10 years as a brewery. They're celebrating that on Saturday, December 10th in Denver, Colorado. For more info on the brewery, their tap room, and what anniversary events they have going on, just go to buyomfbeer.com. Jen, thanks so much for joining me tonight. Congratulations on 10 years. All the best to you, my friend. Thanks so much, Al. Really appreciate it, man. You got it. Up next, it's time for Suds and Duds on the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, The Answer.
Final segment of the Alcatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, The Answer. The beautiful voice of Christine McVie from Fleetwood Mac, who passed away uh, earlier uh, this week, a couple days ago, uh, Wednesday, in fact, at the age of 79. Apparently, um, she was hospitalized uh, last Saturday and then, um, you know, uh, passed away a couple days later, really uh, kept private. We're not sure of of uh, how she died, why she died. Um, my ge- my guess, and again, this is just a guess, um, cancer. Um, uh, she must have had some form of cancer that she was trying to keep secret. Um, and, you know, it, it, that's the only thing I can think of. I don't want to speculate any further. It is, um, it is horrible news, a wonderful uh, voice, and a prolific songwriter for Fleetwood Mac. Wrote many of their um, enormous hits, um, it for uh, Fleetwood Mac, so uh, just a shame uh, that she has passed at the age of uh, 79. That was You Make Love and Fun uh, from the live uh, Fleetwood Mac album, The Dance, when they uh, reformed and re- you know came back together uh, again. A great album in the early 90s and uh, just a wonderful voice. Actually, that song, very quickly, uh, was written about her ex-husband, John McVie, so she says. She says she wrote it about uh, a dog, but it turns out in the lyrics... It's about a guy that was working with Fleetwood Mac that she was having an affair with while she was married to John McVie. So the story goes. Anyway, uh, real quick before we get to Suds and Duds, uh, the Denver Post Newsroom Guild and Flight Company Brewing are announcing a collaboration beer and are inviting locals to show their support for local journalism at a release party this coming, uh, I believe this is December 8th, so this would be this coming Thursday at the brewery, 4499 West 38th Street, uh, West 38th Avenue, 101 in Denver, Colorado. News hounds and booze hounds can join newspaper personnel to raise a pint of the Thirst Amendment. It's a black IPA, and uh, a week prior to the Guild's next bargaining session on December 14th, enjoy happy hour pricing on pours of the specialty release starting at 5 p.m. local time, plus the opportunity to chat with the Denver Post journalists about their work. The Thirst Amendment collaboration is seeking to raise awareness about the vital role that local journalists play in their communities and rally support for the reporters, photographers, and other staff at the Denver Post as they advocate for fair wages. In May, representatives of both the newsroom and non-newsroom guild units started negotiating the terms of a new employment contract with corporate management emphasizing the need for higher compensation. They haven't reached an agreement yet on the issue of wages. Since 2016, that was the last time the newsroom received across-the-board wages, uh, uh, raises, excuse me. The median price of a single-family home in Denver has risen 71%. The average rent for an apartment has increased 37%. Um, and, you know, the, the journalists are, fa- are falling even farther behind because they're paying them less and less and less. Um, this is not cool. And as somebody who is in the media, I don't, I wouldn't consider myself a journalist, but I certainly am in the media, very sympathetic uh, to their flight. And it's great that Flight, um, uh, flight Company Brewing um, is uh, doing this collaboration beer, uh, you know, to help support uh, the industry, and hopefully they can get to the bargaining table and get things done, um, you know, sooner rather than later. Hopefully before the end of the year they have a contract. So kudos to them. We may get somebody on from Flight Company and from the Denver Post to talk about this after the negotiations happen uh, a week from a week from now. Let's dive into suds and duds. We only got a couple minutes left here, and I really want to get to a few of these beers. Some of them have lagged behind because my trip to San Diego and then Bolero and all this stuff. Had a couple of beers from Treehouse. Uh, back in early November, first one was crew beer. Wow, a wonderfully done pale ale, slightly juicy, very easy drinking, a perfect fall beer. 
definitely, I, and I understand why it's a crew beer. It's one of those you've, you've finished a hard day at work. You want something that's got some flavor and some, some, uh, some juiciness to it, but you don't want to go over the top at 7 8%. This is a really nice beer to sip uh, at the end of a day. And then Dear Yakima by Treehouse. Beautiful color, tasty, really dug it a lot using uh, Yakima hops in this one. Um, this is uh, you know, what they call, I believe, what they call an American uh, IPA. Delicious beer. Uh, Berries and Cream Smoothie by Source. This I really enjoyed. I'm glad I picked this fruited sour ale instead of the other one they had, although I did try the other one, and I forget, believe me, it's so many beers ago, I, I forget the name of the other uh, fruited sour ale that they did that week. But the berries and the cream cheese in this beer meld perfectly. Like, it's not too sour, it's not too tart, it's just that perfect blend, and then you got that smoothness from the cream cheese. Fantastic. Now, uh, the Middle Fruit Pilsner I already had on tap at Source, but I bought uh, cans of this. I had a taste of it before it came out. A fantastic pills. Uh, although, I wrote here, fantasized pills. I can't spell on untapped sometimes. It's just... It just disgusts me sometimes. I'm so sorry. Anyway, great flavor in this. Uh, really good beer. Uh, a couple beers that I had at uh, Screaming Hill uh, for the uh, back uh, the back road ramble, uh, the Night Owl. Uh, great porter, good coffee flavor, a nice beer for uh, right around 6%. Uh, Prismatic Nebula uh, by Twin Elephant Brewing. I think they just put it back on tap at Twin Elephant. So if you have a chance, Bang & Collab. I forget who does this collab with them. It was Twin Elephant and, oh, I don't remember. I don't remember off the top of my head. I'm sorry, folks. It's a really good collaboration. Juicy, hazy, and wonderful, uh, as I said. Uh, TDH Space Ghost by Other Half. Uh, they only had a few cases of this, and I, it was one of those, like, you ha- I had to drink it while I was there because they were like, this is going to run out before you can get back here again. Juicy, hazy, nice hit of passion fruit, fantastic beer, A great, another great collab, uh, just a delicious, delicious beer. Um, and then I had a Tired Hands. Uh, eviscerated Pathway of Beauty uh, from pa- at, at uh, Paragon Tap and Table. I had that. Bang and IPA. And uh, this was a beer I had right before I went on vacation, which was fantastic. Uh, the Mega Cashmere from Source. I didn't buy this when it was in the can, so I, I ended up getting it on tap at Paragon. Dank and Weed Tasting. Really, really good beer. Uh, Stardust by Source. Another juicy, dank, delicious beer. Fantastic hops in that one. Um just a wonderful beer. And then Saku Saku. This is the one that is on at Source right now. It's a rice lager. Clean, crisp, delicious. It, it just has such a great flavor for an under 4% beer. It is really uh, juicy and delicious. It, not juicy. It's just a really crisp um, rice lager. It just goes down so nice and smooth. Uh, it is fantastic. Uh, I wanted to get to some other beers, two other beers that I want to get to. Uh, in the non-alcoholic um, range. Uh, there was some other stuff. I did a trip to um, Wild Air Beer Works, uh, jumped over to Kane, and then went to Carton. I'll review that stuff next week. Uh, that was uh, Thanksgiving weekend, uh, which was really cool. I-, I might have time to get to it. Anyway, let me get to the two non-alcoholic beers first. We've got a couple. still have a couple minutes here uh, as we continue on our Suds and Duds segment on the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, The Answer. Um, Sunset Stoke by Athletic Brewing. Uh, Chris Frenari uh, sent me, uh, the PR guy over there who used to be with Brewbound, sent me a bunch of Athletic Brewing's beers. Um, this was the one that I didn't, I understood what they were going for on this one. I didn't really care for this one a lot. Uh, I, I Something was off on this. I don't know what it was. There was more malt than citrus for me. Um, I didn't really get a lot of the citrus flavor. A very much a West Coast style uh, that they were going for. 
I just didn't I, I I don't know. It was okay like I could drink it, but it, it would it be something that I would go back to again from a non alcoholic standpoint? No, probably not. However, Tucker's Tropical Triple IPA uh from Athletic Brewing, this was solid. West Coast, not East Coast. It did have a very light, um, you know, complexion in the pour, not on the darker side, but, um, you know, that you would get out of a West Coast IPA, but really, really good. Like, this was delicious. Um, And, you know, I don't know, triple IPA. I mean, triple the hops, I guess, you know, whatever they were taking out of non-alcoholic. I'm I'm not going to sit here and pretend to understand non-alcoholic beer. I don't. But if this was something that I wanted to have, like on a Sunday, if I'm watching football, and I know I have to get up the next morning. This is a beer I could enjoy. Uh, I could have a couple of these, not have to worry about the alcohol content. And, um, you know, I, I would be very, uh, very happy with that. Anyway, uh, I'm not going to be able to get to the uh, – I will get to what I drank on Thanksgiving, which was – no, actually, I'm going to hold off on the Thanksgiving stuff. Uh, a couple of the beers that I had from uh, Bolero uh, from their friendship um, uh, time – uh, Jersey Sarcasm, a solid, easy-drinking lager. Really, really nice, crisp. I get why they sell this in six-packs. This is the way um, lagers should be. Uh, they should be in 12-ounce cans. It should not be in 16-ounce cans because you want to be able to crush it. Snakes in the Swamp. This was a collaboration between Bolero and District 96. Big hit of pineapple. Pours very green, which is really cool. Soft sour, not puckery. Easy-drinking. And as I put it on untapped... It reminds me of bug juice when I was in uh, Boy Scouts. And anybody who was a Boy Scout or a Cub Scout knows, or a Weeblow knows exactly what I mean when I say bug juice. And that's exactly what it reminded me of, except this was more of an alcoholic version of it. Uh, but a delicious collaboration. Um, ha- I'm going to be very happy to dive into another can of this. Uh, again, there were a lot of good beers I drank on Thanksgiving. I will get to that on next week's program, I promise, because there is some good stuff there, but... We're out of time, folks. My thanks to everybody involved in the show, as well as my guest, Jan Chodowski, the co-owner and head brewer over at OMF Brewing in Colorado. And, of course, last but not least, the great Buddy Watson. Back live on the Joe Piscopo Show Monday at 6 a.m., this has been the Alcatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, The Answer. Cheers, everybody. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never before seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.